I call this memory a portable gift. Well, you know, today it seems everything is getting bigger, except cars, which have become miniature station wagons. Houses are massive. Our carbon footprint is size 15 and a half. <laughs> but I can remember when the trend was to develop smaller things. Small and portable was mentioned on every ad on TV. And my smaller wish was in the seventh grade. I needed a portable tape recorder. <laughs> what for, my mom asked. I told her my idea was to create a lasting recorded history of life, mine, my friends, and of course my family. She gave me her look that said without words, this wasn't scoring big with her. So I continued to sell. I'm sure everyone will love to listen to it years from now, Mom. Same look. So I added a bit of insurance. This was the only thing I put on my Christmas list at the top. It's, Mom just laughed. I added more. I got this new portable machine. I would be unique in my circle of friends. A fact, because in the 50s, having a tape recorder was a rarity outside of working for the local radio station. I waited impatiently for Christmas morning to arrive, and when I made my dash into the living room, under the tree was a very big box that had a gift card on it and a red bow. And, and, and the card said, open me first. I did, and, and I found a WebCore portable reel-to-reel -reel professional model tape recorder. I was beside myself with joy, and I immediately, I, I needed to get it working right to capture this morning for posterity. I, I tried to lift it out of the curtain, but I couldn't budge it. And, and my mom tried to help, and neither could she. And my grandfather, who, who was the strongest guy I knew, picked it up with one hand <laughs> with a big grunt as my mother remarked, gee, gee, I didn't think it was that heavy. Pop added, Margaret, this has to weigh at least 40 pounds. Where did you get this thing? And my, my mother replied, uh, I didn't. Santa, Santa brought, brought it from Sears and Robux. Oh, when he put it under the tree, I thought it was the packing which made it so heavy, but, but, but her face faded away. That day I produced events to record, me and mom singing carols, interviewing my grandmother about her Christmases when she was growing up. I taped a Christmas special on TV that I intended to listen to again and again all year long. But as the new year unfolded, I never did. And after a week of vacation, the spirit of the holiday faded too. And I went back to school and my amazing high-fidelity machine, well, it went to my bedroom. And like many things in life, it quickly lost its luster, its novelty, and it just collected dust under my bed for years. That winter, I taped only one friend who visited me after Christmas. He wanted to see what I got for Christmas, and, and he had very little to say. Well, years later, I wondered how my mom felt about this outcome. Did it disappoint her that I forgot about this very expensive toy? Well, it wasn't a toy. 
I felt bad when my grandmother told me one day that it had cost her almost a week's pay to buy, and she bought it on time, as they said then. It would take her a couple months to pay it off. And for years afterwards, my mom kept those few hours of tape in her bureau drawers uh, until I left home and went to college and then to my own place. She never heard any of them. And I know she reluctantly let them go to the city dump on the outskirts of town. (laughs) And she gave the recorder to her minister so he could record his sermons for shut-ins. Today I wonder if someday, many centuries in the future, some archaeologists will be digging up the relics of a place once inhabited by the people called Millvillians, and they will uncover the echoes of a long-ago Christmas day made by a long-gone boy recorded for posterity on an ancient primitive device called a portable tape recorder.